There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osher Ginsberg. Thank you so much for being here. This is a bi-weekly podcast where twice a week I hope to help you make today just a little bit better than yesterday. That's it. Something that you hear on the show. going to help you make today better than yesterday. That's the promise. That's what it says on the box. And that's what I like to think that we do. You can always get in touch with me. Send Osher email at gmail.com. That's my email address if you need me. It's always lovely to hear from you. It's always lovely to see the pictures of what you're doing when you're having like a, a listening to the show or going on your mindfulness walk, uh, one like, like I did two weeks ago or where you're just sitting there uh, looking at your desk like I did last week. Thanks very much, Kat, for going for a wander on the first day of spring. Lovely picture there. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for that. I'd love to get your emails. Send us your email at gmail.com. I wanted to just check in with you today and just reflect because Monday, Monday is episode 400 of this show, the 400th interview that I've made. I know I don't count the Friday episodes as episodes. There's probably way more than 500 by now, but the 400th interview, the four, episode 400 is, is out on Monday and that's an extraordinary body of work. Now, I never thought I'd get to 400 episodes. I never believed that this could be a serious alternate source of income, which it has become. You know, we're making enough money doing the show to, to employ a whole team of people that help me make this show. But it has. And I can't thank you enough for allowing me to get there. 
If you don't know the origin story of this podcast, I was living in America. I, I saw the first wave of podcasting kind of coming out and there was a FM radio talk show host over there by the name of Adam Carolla. You've probably seen him on, on TV here and there. But Adam Carolla, he was taken from one station and put on another and that station was in a different market and it wasn't doing as well, but he saw the people that were downloading and listening to his show in his old market the numbers were just colossal. And he's like, hang on, there's there's a business here. And so I watched this hugely highly paid, it's like equivalent to a Kyle Sanderland size of radio personality, right? Built his own studio and started doing a, a daily podcast and was making enough money to do it. And I thought, well, hang on, this, this is a business. This is something, this is a new format. This is a new market. This is in 2011, 2010 that I, I saw this happen. And I kind of tooled around with it and I had a couple of test runs and I think Dan McPherson was an early version. It never made it to air, but he was an early version of me wanting to start a podcast. I started recording them. And then I sort of sat around my house in Los Angeles and I realized the only difference between people who have podcasts that I love to listen to and me is that one day they just started. And so I was out here in Australia for 10 weeks making uh, the first season of The Bachelor and I was doing a, a night where, you know, I was hanging out with my friend Luke Heggie and as a stand-up comic, you, you generally, you know, you work on new material. So you, you try the same five minutes, different versions of the same five minutes of material at different clubs. And he did about five or six clubs in one night and I was in his car with him and we were just driving around going from club to club to club. And I met Scott Dooley, another stand-up who's living in New York at the moment and doing incredibly well over there, writing for New Yorker magazine. And I said, hey, Dooley, you want to come on my podcast? He said, yeah, sure, man. I'd love to. How's Tuesday? I said, Tuesday's great. See you at my house at 10? I am? No worries. See you then. Now, Scott didn't know that I did not have a podcast. Scott didn't know that I did not know how to make a podcast. He didn't know that I didn't know how to publish a podcast. But that's okay. This was Thursday night and I had until Tuesday. And so I just did it. And I gave myself an impossible deadline and I went for it. And I went to a music shop the next day. I bought some microphones. I watched a lot of YouTube and I figured out how to record a podcast and how to publish it and where to publish it to and how it all works. So by the time Scott arrived on Tuesday, I was like, hey man, just sit right there. I'll just hit record. How are you? And away we went. And that was 400 episodes ago. The show has been through, I think, three different names. Uh, it's definitely three different theme songs. Toa Hyder has made all of the theme songs. At some point, I started. I was doing all the audio production myself, and at some point, I started to run out of time because, thankfully, I was getting too busy to produce it myself. And I'd moved in with Audrey and Georgia by this stage, and I, you know, it takes a lot of time to cut these things together. And I wasn't, especially if you're not very good at it, like me, Andy, who does it right now, he's very good at it. He's very quick, but I'm not. And so I, you know, I brought on an audio producer, and I brought on a show producer, Rachel Barrett, to help me book the guests and help coordinate everything. I started working with uh, Acast, who do incredible work, helping me get clients that I can resonate with and my, you know, you can resonate with. You know, I'm not here selling you gambling or lawnmowers or, or you know, talking about the specials down the petrol station. You know, I'm, we need to keep the lights on so the clients kind of all reflect the general tone and vibe of the show. But I can't be more grateful that you've supported me this entire time because this podcast has brought into my life the most remarkable things and the most incredible advances in my life and my career, the people I've connected with, the opportunities I've had, me getting able to, being able to write a book to 
going on a tour around the country. All those things happen because of this podcast. I get to go and, and speak at big corporate events and do keynotes and you know things like that. That all happens because of this podcast. The opportunities that I have and the value that this brings into my life is just immeasurable. And I've only been able to do that because of you, because you listen. And early on in the show, I remember I started to get obsessed with the download numbers and I started to try and get guests that would make the downloads go up or down. And then I realized like that was just futile. That's why I, I, I wanted to do something different that wasn't like commercial radio, which is where you basically do that. You chase it minute to minute. Television as well, you chase minute to minute ratings. And I didn't want to do that. I was like, no, I just have to make something authentic, make something that's true to me and people will come. And how you have. I've got, I think, over 5 million downloads or something. Like, I don't check the stats that much, but it's humongous how many people listen to this show. Millions and millions of downloads. And tens of thousands of people listen every week. And it's engaged listening. And I know every person that listens is interested in what's happening because they've come to find me. There's like nearly a million podcasts out there. So you can find whatever it is you want to find. So if you come and you listen, then I know you're here for a reason and you enjoy it. And I'm really grateful. And I just couldn't be more thankful that you've chosen to download this show and chosen to support this show. Along the way, this show is, has, like I said, it's changed, it's morphed, it became better than yesterday a little while ago because that was kind of the overarching me message of the show. These Friday episodes have been enormously successful. I can't quite tell you how much these shows resonate where I talk to you directly as much, if you know, as much easily as much as some of the interviews that I that I have. And that is enorm you know, enormous for me because like why would I think that me just talking directly to you would be interesting? You know, I always didn't ever really think that I was myself that very interesting or that I had anything really that worthy to say. But clearly the support and the feedback that you've given me is, no, it is. And what you have to say has value. And the things that you say on a Friday or where all I do on these Friday shows is just tell you like how I'm dealing with this week or how I'm handling this week and what things are working for me that might work for you. And it seems to be really, really resonating. And I want you to know that this show is what it is because of the feedback you give me. This show is what it is because I do respond to you. You know, I'm not, it's not a knee-jerk response, like I was saying, like trying to get guests on that would spike listeners. But I, I do respond to you. I do hear what you're telling me. And I, I'm grateful to be making this with you. Yeah, I'm making it for you, but I'm also making it with you. I'm making it for us. And thank you. Thank you for doing that. 400 episodes. I couldn't be more grateful to you, because without your download, none of this happens. So just the fact that you hit download or you, you set it up to that it would download, you are the reason that I get to do this today. And thank you to Rachel Barrett, who has changed this show incredibly by allowing me to have far more flexibility with the kind of guests that I can get on. Thank you to Andy Ma, the audio producer who has been working with me since Take 40 Australia days and makes me actually sound like I am a smooth and verbose talker. Trust me, he cuts a lot of pauses, ums and ahs out. Thank you to Lauren Miller, who manages me alongside Rachel Barrett for helping drive the arc of, of where this podcast is going. And thank you to the incredible team at ACAST, Guy and Henrik and Jordan and Olivia. They're an amazing team of people. And to be building independent digital broadcasting that is is making 
you know, financial sense to make. Because this was, let's be honest, this was an expensive hobby for the first six years. Before I met ACAST, this was an expensive hobby. I, I never made any money off it until until I met the ACAST guys. I mean, look, I didn't realize that Australian Idol was never coming back. I was so foolish. And then I got left without a gig. And that was terrible. And I never want that to happen again. So building up this part of what I do is so important and for you listening, you are giving me and my family security going forward. You are helping me pay school fees and you're helping me put food on the table. So I am enormously grateful to you. So thank you. 400 episodes. I don't plan on stopping. So I hope to have another good chat with you at 500. <laughs> Maybe a little over two years from now. You're all the best. Send us your email at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with me. So before I tell you about who my guest is on Monday, let me tell you about the other podcast I get to. I mean, this is part of what I'm talking about. Like before I met the guys from ACAST, I would never have been able to make more podcasts. Like I make Dad Pod with Charlie Clawson, which is about parenting, and I'm loving making Idol Australians with James Matheson. It's it's so great. We've, we're nearly six months in, which is just so brilliant that he and I are able to make a show and that we're able to talk and, and connect with people that way and, and this week is actually pretty good we kind of reflected on something that was quite formative in all of our school years if i told you that as a kid i got lured into a dark van with a stranger what would you think <laughs> um uh, uh i don't know jim but i wasn't alone there's lots of other school kids there and then the stranger was holding a puppet and that puppet had a little giraffe on his head oh you went into the life education van. I went into the life education van. You met Healthy Harold, who is a That's right. A giraffe. You can find Idol Australians wherever you found this show. Now, Monday's episode is with Mitch Tambo. A really important show to listen to. Certainly at this time as COVID has started to affect our remote indigenous communities, which is horrible because the inverse care law comes into effect there. The inverse care law, if you've never heard of it, it's basically this idea in healthcare that the most amount and the highest quality care is concentrated in the areas of people who need it the least. That's one of the things that healthcare systems have to struggle with. And um, it's really good that we're able to get Mitch on on Monday. So thank you so much for listening. I hope to uh, see you then. If you need me until then, send us your email at gmail.com. I'll talk to you Monday. Until we speak then, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Mm -hmm.